0: Hey everyone, and welcome to episode two hundred and forty-eight of Final Fantasy Union. I am your host, Daryl, and I'm here with Lauren. Hi,
1: everyone. Hey, Lauren. Hi. How are
0: you feeling today?
1: I'm okay. I'm just a bit sleepy, but sleepy, I'm okay. sleepy. I know. It's just been a very, um, a very hard time for Daryl and I. Um, our children don't want us to sleep
0: we decided to, and I know that everyone is always curious to hear about our um, dynamics we have with Mm -hmm. sleep. And so we decided that our eldest daughter was going through a phase of not wanting to go to sleep alone in the room. So I would often have to sleep in the bed with her until she went to sleep and I could gradually ease my way out. But they'd also been kind of, uh, the, the eldest and the youngest had also been kind of debating moving into the same room so we thought mm. we'd you know plant that seed you know let it grow make, yeah let it grow discussed it every now and again until they eventually just said let's do it mm-hmm. and we thought this is going to be great and the first couple of nights it was great Ali went to sleep pretty quickly mm-hmm. and uh we we got a bit more time back in the evening mm-hmm. it didn't last no. Now, Lizzie decides that she's not sleeping, even though she should be the one that's more tired. Mm-hmm. Ali just ends up falling asleep while she's being shouted at. <laughs> and then Lizzie eventually conks out. Um, but the problem is in the morning.
1: Shouted at by Lizzie, though, we must. Yeah, we must shouted like, at by Lizzie. Yeah. She's
0: just, well, not shouting like in a negative way. She's just singing the alphabet. Yeah. Or,
1: giving her her, um, her top five. Her, her now, now this is uh Lizzie
0: yeah what's going on in my life because you need to know right when you're going to sleep and it somehow riles her up and gets real excited to tell everyone about what's going on in her life at that specific moment yeah this never happened before we moved her into into the room nope. she would just go out like a light mm-hmm. um it's an interesting uh, evolution of the the sleep mechanics so yeah now and ali wakes up super early for some mm. reason now which she wasn't doing before and she wakes up lizzie when she does so which didn't happen before so we're getting less sleep yeah basically
1: it's, it's not ideal
0: but we're we're persevering mm-hmm. just about pushing through <laughs> we're trying <laughs> Yeah.
1: it's okay we're doing okay but yeah and other than that um this week i mean we've kind of um i've been doing a lot of video editing uh so i've been doing i did the last couple videos i've gone on fun of as union which is fun And um, other than that, I've been doing a lot of stuff with She Plays Games. And, you know, that's that's pretty much all that's going on at the moment.
0: Well, when you listen to this, the first part of the complete history of Square documentary should be live. So hopefully you guys can check that out. It's incredibly comprehensive, probably more comprehensive than it needs to be. But that's just the way we roll.
1: It just has to be that way with, their, with you, Daryl. It, it does. It just has to. It keeps happening. I'm like, style.
0: okay, let's do these scripts. Let's see what's going to happen. And I'm like, oh, that's really <laughs> cool information. I need to put that in. But if I put that in and I've got to talk about more here, yep. oh, let's do that too. And then I just end up writing a load of words. And I think it makes sense. I, I I find it interesting, and that's what they will say. Right, create the thing that you find interesting, and mm. just really hope that other people do as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I think I think you and Travis have really constructed a really lovely a really lovely video. So, oh, thank you. Laura. I hope that you all watch it, like it, um, share, share it, around. it around. Yeah, like
0: I think this is the kind of project where we we don't really ask for too much help in terms of getting the word out, typically. Um, but with this project, like if you can share it to people, if you enjoy it, of course, if you can share it around to any communities that you're part of Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. Square, JRPG, Japanese gaming in general, because it's not a Final Fantasy documentary, of course, Final Fantasy is going to be featured throughout, mm-hmm. but it's not mentioned really in this first part at all because it only runs up until midway through 1986 and Final Fantasy 7 did not come into existence until 1987 Mm -hmm. So that will be largely featured in the next part but like I really it would be so great if this video could do like really really well so that obviously that makes the next part do better because typically the second parts don't do as well as the first part but unless
1: you're uh unless you're x2 yeah X unless Men you're an, two. x-men
0: x-men two, um yeah. or mass effect 2 or yeah. assassin's creed 2 or yeah. right, all these other things but yeah <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: but yeah no i mean it's it's really it's really interesting and i definitely think that yeah it's
0: it's been a long time in the making like yeah. i've been we've been working on this for about four months mm-hmm. and i just i've got this kind of weird apprehension as to how well it's gonna do, I, I don't know how it's gonna be received. I don't know if people are gonna enjoy watching it. I can imagine, because it's basically 50 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I can imagine that I'm gonna look at the watch time and it's like people are, are viewing this on average for five minutes. Yeah. Great. And then
1: sob forever.
0: Just cry. <laughs> or it has these little <laughs> what notifications. Why did we like, even do the rest of the video? Your, your subscribers are not viewing this as much as they view your regular content.
1: You've lost this many subscribers due to this video thank you
0: yeah it's those useful metrics that just really help to to oh they improve your mood yeah (laughs) yeah when when everything's going great it's great but like you know the like just an example here the sakaguchi interview you'd think that everyone would be really happy and proud of us for getting that interview because it was so cool
2: Mm
0: -hmm. we had a lot of people well not a lot but we had like 10 15 20 people unsubscribe after viewing that video
1: yeah they were just so angry so upset with us and are, are talking with Sakaguchi that they were just like, nope, Nope. nay.
0: You don't get my subscription anymore, you horrible people. No more. How dare
1: you meet <laughs> Sakaguchi? How dare you make him laugh?
0: Um, but yeah, so that's enough rambling about what's going on with us at the moment. And uh, today we are going to be talking about the crazy rumor that has been swirling around and basically isn't a rumor really anymore. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got to the point where... This thing is happening at some point. We just don't know when. Yes, and that is Final Fantasy Origin. Ooh. That is now They're the worst. Now gig, yeah, girl. the worst kept secret in in Square Enix's history. Perhaps. Mm, well, yes. Maybe not. There's been quite a few leaks over the years. <laughs>
1: yeah, they they they've not done very well with leaks as of as of recently. But um, yeah. it is a really fascinating leak.
0: Yeah, especially because of yeah, oh, oh yeah no 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 especially no, because because i want to save it especially because
1: especially because of the type of game that it's going to be
0: there you go right, and now that's go. a good tease okay. for later what type of game is it going to be everyone's wondering
1: <gasps> it's going to be a love simulator uh between it was rumored toriyama between the lightning returns dating yeah simulator. lightning and toriyama it's the light it's the toriyama love dates it's,
0: it's the light rama
1: how how Toriyama came to love lightning how lightning came to be how lightning came to love Toriyama Any more Um how hope almost screwed everything up All right Cool done
0: uh, featuring Benevelza Yeah as and
1: Steelheart <laughs>
0: Anyway, yes, so we're going to be talking about the Final Fantasy Origin rumour. But before we (laughs) do, we're going to give some shout outs to our Patreon supporters. And we're going to kick things off with Lewis James at LJ Composer.
1: Zach Duranto.
0: Rachel Casterton at Drunken Vieira.
1: Barry Norton at Nortron Zero.
0: Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels.
1: Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J.
0: Alex and Rachel Troutman at Akira Namjian.
1: Miles Ribbons.
0: Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson.
1: Thurin Bullen at Massacre23.
0: Tom Hughes at Tom underscore Hughes22. Yam Potato. Noah Latrell,
1: Ryzen. Sam Ennis. Chris Willis.
0: Fayaz Bilal.
1: Joshua Johnson at The Cancer Bus.
0: Freya Stella.
1: Lauren Lescom.
0: Marco Lilou.
1: Timmy Turner's Babysitter.
0: And Darren Matthews at Doomster73.
1: Thank you, Thank you, everyone. everyone.
0: All right, so the big rumor, Lauren, mm. a game called Final Fantasy Origin. It, it it started just over a week ago now. Mm. So it's probably like almost two weeks ago when you're listening to this. Uh, there was some conversations happening on Reset Era, which is like um, a really big gaming forum. And they were talking about what Square could be showing off during June, which obviously is E3 month. But also Square have said that they're going to be hosting a summer showcase mm-hmm. To in addition to their spring showcase where they, of course, showed off Life is Strange and all that stuff. So there were conversations going on. And and one leaker who had actually leaked a load of stuff uh, accurately over the past 12 months, they leaked uh, Project Athia being shown. They leaked Final Fantasy 15 being a PlayStation 5 exclusive and being shown. They leaked that there was going to be a PS5 version of the 7 Remake. They leaked like the new Life is Strange. And they basically said that, yes, Square are probably going to be showing off 7 Remake, Final Fantasy 16, and Forspoken. But they will also be revealing a brand new Final Fantasy game that will also be a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Hmm. And everyone was like, huh? What? What's this? What's this? Another PlayStation 5 exclusive Final Fantasy game in addition <laughs> to 16 and 7 Remake and on top of Forespoken? Mm-hmm. Call me intrigued.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were just like, "How? why does everybody always assume that it's a Final Fantasy game? Like, why does it always have to be a Final Fantasy game? It's just like, that was that. That was the rumor.
0: That's the rumor.
1: That's the rumor. Specified a Final Fantasy yeah, game. I'm and, sorry. I'm and, sorry. Uh, that was so cool.
0: And also, the, why does it have to be an exclusive? Well, because probably they got paid a load of money. Yes. Yes. Um, so then people were like, "Hold on, yeah, you got to tell us a bit more about this." So the leaker revealed that it won't be Final Fantasy 17. It's going to be smaller in scale than say uh, 16 and the Seven Remake but it's going to be larger in scale than world of final fantasy or a remaster project mm. so that kind of infested around for a little while there started to be some rumors swirling around that it was going to be um an action rpg like a kind of souls a souls game like dark souls essentially but final fantasy mm. and you know it could have been anything to be honest we we posted up a video that was suggesting it could be a warriors game because they have done dragon quest heroes there's persona five strikers which has done really well uh hyrule warriors has done really well like it's it feels like final fantasy is the only big jrpg franchise that has not gone down the The warriors Warriors route route. because fire emblem's done one as well um there's also the, the chocobo racing ip that or trademarks are they registered uh earlier in the year called chocobo grand prix they um there's basically there's tons of different ideas for for what it could be um and we published our video uh just after the bedtime routine but just when we started the bedtime routine everything went crazy there was a huge yeah. explosion like the leak was like Proper, proper real um, apparently behind the scenes, someone had leaked a load of stuff it hadn't gone public, but behind the scenes, there were loads of journalists who had basically uh, got access to almost everything that was known about this game that mm-hmm. had been leaked, and you know some people were quite cryptic about it, others um such as fanbite uh, who uh, the articles by Imran Khan they basically published a fair amount, but without going too far. Mm -hmm. So as far as I'm aware, yes. so he basically confirmed that, yes, the game will be called Final Fantasy Origin at this point. So Mm -hmm. it could change because obviously like it's been leaked well ahead of time. They could decide to change it. But based on what has been leaked behind the scenes, the game will be called Final Fantasy Origin. And it's being called that because the game is set to be... uh, take place in the same world as the original final fantasy either in like the same we don't know if it's in the same timeline or a a sequel or prequel or it's in um an alternate universe alternate timeline parallel universe whatever but it's set to be uh take place in that same world so it's going to be like cornelia and you're probably going to have the original job classes and stuff and um yeah so that's quite interesting uh, Mm -hmm. because it it basically gives them a chance if if that is the route they're going down it it gives them a chance to have this become its own thing and it's a way of them basically remaking the original game Mm -hmm. in this kind of action rpg style so they don't have to go down the route of remaking final fantasy one as a turn-based rpg like they've done five times in the past they can remake it as an action RPG. Yeah. Which is obviously what they want these days. Every new Final Fantasy game is an action RPG. And so it, it does make a lot of sense for them to do that. Mm-hmm. And then if they wanted to, they can then do another game as a follow-up where they could maybe set it in Final Fantasy 2's world and then Final Fantasy 3's world and et cetera, et cetera, and keep remaking the games if they want to mm-hmm. in a similar fashion. Or... They could choose to have Final Fantasy Origin Two, which is then a continuation of this one. Depending on how they go, Um, so there's lots of options there available to them. Yeah, I mean, how how do you feel about like them choosing to go back to that original setting?
1: I mean, um, I think it is a pretty interesting thing to do. Um, I mean, to be honest, I kind of liked the idea that initially came out of this where it was um, actually going to be Sephiroth. Like, I kind of liked that. I, I kind of found yeah, that interesting. I, I, did, I did
0: kind of skip that, yeah. Like, just before this That whole, was, like, the yeah. original
1: rumor. So if I hadn't known that, I'd probably be more excited. But that's only because, like, I think um, Sephiroth's life before the Nibelheim incident is not really explored, and I think it would be really cool to sort of go through his role in the Wu Tai War. You just have to
0: play Ever Crisis, Lauren. Yeah, I know.
1: Um. So yeah. So like that aside, though. Um, I think it will be interesting. I think I don't know how they're going to work in. Like, I, I guess there's not going to be four warriors of light. Um, or they if there is four warriors of light, there's going to be they're kind of like side characters maybe or maybe they're people who you meet along the way yeah Um, i mean
0: they could choose to because like um i haven't said the genre specifically but essentially it's going to be a soulsborne mm. game uh similar to dark souls but basically it's going to be like neo so neo was developed by team ninja and it's done incredibly well for them. I mean, it hasn't sold like masses, it sold in the millions, which is still really good for but Team it's, Ninja.
1: It's probably the highest, the highest regarded, like, sort of n- not sold, not Souls. Souls game. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like yeah. the one of that genre that is actually like really well regarded. Yeah, I
0: mean, I love Neo. I think I think I've heard it's great, that Neo yeah. 2 is even better, mm. but they've. They've been very clear with the rumor that this is not going to be, or Final Fantasy it's Origin is not going to be a neo-clone. It's not going to be a yeah. reskin. Uh, it's going to be... Which is fine. It's going to be developed by the same team, so there's going to be a lot of uh, experience that they can leverage with it. Um, but yeah, back, going back to the point about that, obviously in the Souls universe, like Dark Souls and stuff, they are cooperative if you want them to be so they could have it so that you play as the warrior of light yeah and no doubt because of that you'll be able to choose at the beginning job classes i don't know if mm. they choose the original six job classes they'd have to really do work with the white mage to make them yeah. viable in that regard because obviously if, i mean in the original game you can solo you can you can complete the game with a solo white mage you can or do four white mages and you yeah. can still beat the game because they do have decent physical and they and they can use magic effectively.
1: But maybe it's just more of a like um, more of a red mage type of role or um yeah. where you could just
0: do both. But I'd imagine that's how it's gonna work. So that you, you have your character, it's a warrior of light, and then you can you can summon other warriors of light to help you mm. as a cooperative experience. And that would make sense based on Square and they want to make everything multiplayer and stuff, and you know, it seems to be how they're how they're pushing forward. And it would make sense. You know, they've had a lot of games that have come out recently that have been on that in, in that similar um, fashion. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, from a Final Fantasy perspective, you had Comrades, and then you've had The Avengers, which is a squad-based um, game. You've had Outriders now that's come out. That, that's a kind of a squad-based game. So it, it it would make sense for it to have some kind of cooperative element to it, mm-hmm. as opposed to just being a straight single-player game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah so as i said it was, it's being developed by team ninja uh team ninja there is a lot of like excitement but also a trepidation around that mm. because team ninja did work on neo and they've also worked on ninja gaiden but they also worked on Dissidia nt and mm. i think there's a lot of people who have been really disappointed with the city NT that perhaps play- haven't played Ninja Gaiden or Neo mm-hmm. who are going to see that team Ninja logo and the association. And they're going to think, Oh no,
1: <laughs> not this again, not
0: this again. Um, and I mean, there's nothing to say. Apparently team Ninja have a very fluid working environment now. So it's not like it's going to be the Neo team working on this game. It's going to be people that worked on Neo that are working on it. Mm. And there's also going to be people that worked on the and NT. They're going to be working on, it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. and there could even be people that have worked on opera omnia who are working on this game too um but i'm really curious to see how it turns out i think the the interesting thing is that so yeah they they announced the name they uh confirmed it's going to be playstation 5 exclusive with a pc release coming further down the line they announced it's going to be developed by team ninja that it's going to be um similar to neo um but not, not a a reskin, not a clone. Mm-hmm. It's going to have like, very clear Final Fantasy um, ethos to it. The character designs are being done by uh, Tetsuya Nomura. And um, yeah, it's going to be set in the same world as the original Final Fantasy, supposedly. There's also... It's also been revealed that there's going to be a demo released at some point this summer. Mm-hmm. It's basically going to be seen as an alpha. So it's going to be used to primarily get feedback like how people feel about the game the mechanics uh what works what doesn't work but apparently behind the scenes they've also had like the trailer leaked the logo like all of the plans when it's going to be shown all these things were all leaked at the same time just people have chosen not to disclose that (laughs) yeah i don't know know where you draw the line say you're okay we're good to share this but we're not good to share this
1: yeah Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm really curious about this, but also like, I, I I wonder if this is just, you know, maybe Square Enix just looks at the Warriors games and just thinks like, you know, well, if we did do one, it would just be what everybody else has done. So we just want to do something. Maybe we could do this in a different way. It would certainly be the first time that, um, a studio did a Souls-like game based on their franchise, like, you know, if they they would have done that with, like, Zelda or, um, I don't know, what else else would we do?
0: Pokemon. Pokemon, yeah, (laughs) Pokemon.
1: You know, like, it it would be kind of the first tribute game to have the sort of Souls paintbrush, I guess, the Souls feel...
0: And I know that like in the past we've been uh Although somewhat what- criti- like, like we've talked about the first soldier and mm. how that doesn't really make sense as a mm. a sideways step. Mm. This does make sense as a sideways step because yeah. if they're looking to go into the action RPG uh, genre and really try and stamp Final Fantasy into that with the 7 remake and with Final Fantasy 16 we're assuming having a a game that's in a complementary genre makes sense just as going into tactics back in 1997 made sense to get people in and and get them excited about final fantasy because they're both turn-based rpgs and one strategy one's not as strategic Mm -hmm. now like getting people like this the soul I, i saw so many people that have not played final fantasy but based on the association with souls they're like maybe i'm going to check the franchise out now mm. and if they do have a good time maybe they'll be tempted to check out 16
1: yeah it's true
0: it's it's much more likely to happen than someone playing the first soldier saying oh, i'm having a really good time in this battle royale game i really want to check out the seven remake now
1: although i guess my i guess my sort of um th- question is what makes a souls game a souls game and how is it different from final fantasy other than just being an action rpg
0: well the souls game mechanics are like the like the, the constant is it death just that it's d- the difficult. recycling yeah i mean well it's not it's not that the difficulty is such it's it's the the progression it's like a it's like roguelikes right mm-hmm. um it's a, it's a similar kind of thing where you are in like it's open world environment there's kind of not necessarily a clear cut path in the way that you can go mm. uh there's going to be death you'll recycle everything's going to respawn but you don't start all the way back at the beginning of the game anymore like you would in a roguelike you start back at the pre- most recent checkpoint yeah like there's there's clear mechanics that have been uh kind of pushed through the souls franchise and then with mm. bloodborne as well uh and neo adopted those two there's also like the surge like there's plenty of kind of souls games out there that follow that similar structure and i guess with final fantasy it's going to be yeah like if they use those traditional job classes it's going to be like the weapons there's going to be certain mechanics they can put in there like the items there's going to be like chocobos probably in moogles even though they weren't in final fantasy one and
1: do you think it will play a bit like bloodborne where everything is kind of connected instead of it being like separate worlds
0: i would think so yeah
1: like we just kind of flow into flow into a new area, like Metoya's cave. You just kind of encounter. Along yeah, the like way. you
0: probably would just find Metoya along the way. Yeah, it, the I mean, world's going to be constructed very differently, yeah. I thought.
1: And then I think, guess the other thing that I'm excited about is sort of the look of the the look of the four fiends, um, since obviously they are yeah and, they and, are and going to be and that's intense. how they do it, right because yeah. like
0: those will be some of the bosses. They'll probably be like the, the yeah they bosses. have to. And like, but they'll
1: probably have to add other ones as well. And I
0: think that's where it will be one of those things where it'll be really cool for people like us. Yeah. Who have played the original games and will be going into this thinking like, oh, it's like the seven remake again, right? Because they're basically going to be remaking Final Fantasy One in this whole new genre. We're gonna be like, Oh, I wonder how they're gonna do this. Like Garland's gonna yeah. be really cool. Um uh, there's gonna be story in there. And um yeah, it's it's gonna be a very, a very interesting Um, game to see how it develops. I'm, Mm. I'm, I'm quite curious about it and I'm, I'm, I'm quite enthused at the how positive people are. uh, Like, it's, you can tell that they've, it's a good, um, a good genre to go into just because yeah. of how excited everyone has been about the prospect of a Final Fantasy Souls game. Yeah. Like, there's been no kind of like, oh, really? Like, that doesn't really make much sense or or kind of negativity around the fact that it's it's Final Fantasy ripping off the Souls um, mm-hmm. thing. But instead, it's just been everyone thinking like, oh, this is going to be so wicked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I am. The only
0: thing that's got me a little bit nervous and, and some other people too is that Square Enix... Have basically said that because their kind of objective is mass market, whereas Souls is not, mm. they are not going to be focusing on the difficulty and they're going to be introducing multiple difficulty settings and they're going to be trying to make it um not hard, basically. Yeah. It's going to be a game that anyone can complete, which is obviously like the main the Souls games, they are supposed to be tough, they're supposed to be challenging. And they don't want that associated with Final Fantasy.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: like I feel as though that could be something that's a bit of a deterrent. But it depends on how they do it. Because if they just say like, okay, well, here's hard difficulty off the bat. It's actually really hard. And then you get h- harder difficulties when you when you be- beat that one. I think that will satisfy people. Mm. Just as like, you know, the old God of War games had multiple difficulties. And Uncharted and stuff have got multiple difficulties. They're casual yeah. if you want them to be. But not if you don't want them to be. Yeah. Whereas the Souls games have one difficulty and that's that.
1: Yeah. 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 They just don't want to put people off. If you want that kind of punishment, go play a Souls game. (laughs) Which I do quite regularly. Um, But yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think it is a really cool, a really cool um, concept. Um, I must admit, initially, I was a bit like apprehensive about it. Just kind of like, because it threw me. I think cuz I was just kind of like, oh, what? Why? What? Cuz it's not it's not the safe option, I think. Is why I'm is why I'm nervous about it because like it's not it's not something that has been done before.
0: It's safe compared to making a battle royale game.
1: It's safe compared to making a battle royale game, but like it's still not it's still not that safe, you know? Like it's still like it's still something that, that that's new to them and it is. But just, I, I'd I'd like to yeah. think
0: that it's it it will turn out in a similar fashion to Neuro Automata, mm. whereby they went to a developer who, who made it's their stuff. bread and butter. Like yeah. they make action RPGs that have fluid combat. It's what they do. And But then and- it's
1: also just kind of like why did they not just go to from software?
0: maybe from software weren't interested or they're too busy
1: maybe i mean i guess they have elden ring but i would just like
0: but also like neo okay there's the thing they have an, they have a pre-existing relationship with team ninja it's true and neo is very well regarded it is and so if they can make a game that is as good as neo mm-hmm. but final fantasy then we're all winners
1: i guess so. we're all winners i guess so but i'm I, I don't know how I'm going to feel about uh, a Neo S game without my little forest spirit people.
0: Well, maybe we will introduce something oh, new.
1: Like they have little Moogles, little Moogles in a
0: hot tub. Lally hole. They'd just be so cute. They can't put Moogles. Like, this is going to They be can't bad. put Moogles. No, I'll mo-
1: put my Moogles wherever I want the to The them. weren't
0: it. in the first game.
1: But the Moogles will have to be. They just have to be now. Retro, retroactively. Yeah. So,
0: so we don't know when this is going to be announced or even if it is going to be announced, it could still end up being hogwash. Um, but E3 is happening in June still and the Summer Games Fest is happening too. And E3 is happening right, basically just before we record the next show. Mm. And Square Enix are partnered with both of them and they have said they're holding holding their own summer showcase. We just don't know when it's going to be. So there's everything to suggest that Square Enix will be kind of dropping their stuff Mm. towards, like, in the first half of June. They may not, though. Who knows? Last year, they said they were going to announce tons of games throughout June and July. They announced next to nothing.
1: Mm. Who knows?
0: Who knows, indeed. But until until then, all we have is our speculation, Lauren.
2: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Our yeah. dreams, our hopes and our dreams. Our hopes
0: and our dreams. And also, yeah, we should we should note that the first soldier had their first live stream broadcast. Aww. And um, they announced some stuff, including...
1: They're cancelling it? A
0: North cool. American beta. <laughs> so if you're outside of North America, you can't get access to it. And it was also exclusive to Androids, too. Oh, my not, goodness. Not iOS. Before. I know, like... A- Ugh. Not Ugh. actual androids.
1: Yeah, no, just just androids. Android that would users. be pretty. That yeah. would be pretty cool for Yoko Yokotero Yoko Taro should do that for uh, a promotional thing. Sorry, your express your espresso machine is the only thing that can play this game. Yeah, your fridge. Sorry, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, so if you get the chance to play that, please let us know how you enjoyed it. Mm. I, I'm dying to know. I, yes. I just I really want to know if he this is game, literally going
1: crash. to wait on bated breath to see what you think yes, of this game please
0: please do tell us
1: record your faces as you experience <laughs> the greatest game of your life
0: because you will be playing the first soldier mm. and I will not <laughs> I
1: won- <laughs> who's the winner who's the true winner there
2: uh,
0: um, yeah, so the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled to come out on the 15th of June, which is the last day of E3. Hopefully, there won't be anything announced on the last day of E3, but you never know. Yep. Um, no whammies. Until then, be sure to check out all our previous episodes on FinalFantasyUnion.com. And if you enjoy what we do with the podcast, feel free to support us on Patreon at FFKHUnion. Until then, though, it's time for us to say goodbye.
1: Goodbye, guys.
0: And this is Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a FinalFantasyUnion.com. Production.